Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. InfoWars. Tomorrow's news today. In, uh, in your discussion, in your answer, you also said that you were invited by a friend, Barry Weiss. My friend, Barry Weiss. So this friend works for Twitter, or what is what is her... Um... She's a journalist. Sir, I didn't ask you a question. I'm, I'm now asking Mr. Schellenberger a question. Please yes, ma'am. Barry Weiss is a journalist. I'm sorry, sir? She's a journalist. She's a journalist. Do so you work in concert with her? Um, yeah. Do you know when she first uh, was contacted by Mr. Musk? I, I don't know. You don't know. So you're in this as a threesome? Um, there was many more people involved than that. There was many more people involved with it. Everybody got a kick out of that. I guess you could call what happened Wednesday afternoon an orgy. If uh, three reporters working together is a menage a trois, then I guess uh, when I called more than 15 reporters Wednesday to make sure this broke the next day, and now it's all over the place. See, InfoWars can't absorb and eat this whole elephant, and so a lot of journalists and reporters and talk show hosts and they got a bunch of big news, but can't get to it all. They just sit on it. Not me. And, and I don't tell the story to brag. I, I, I tell it because it's something other people should start doing. Other folks are starting to do it. I don't care about breaking the big stories. I care about defeating the new world order. <laughs> and if I don't have people in D.C. to go to the Proud Boys kangaroo trial, where the feds accidentally leaked the fact that they were ordered to destroy evidence and commit a bunch of other things that look like serious crimes... I just called up more than 15 different reporters and organizations and groups and pointed them at the court filing that was about to be made at 11 o'clock Wednesday night. Then it all started breaking uh, yesterday as the press went and found out it was true. And now we've got all these articles out on it today. Proud Boys January 6th edition trial halted after leaked chat log show FBI agent said her boss ordered her to destroy evidence order to destroy evidence, and more. Here's one out of WUSA TV station in D.C. Spill of potentially classified messages upends Proud Boys trial. And when you go read these articles, it's everything I told you Thursday here on the show. And now it's all over the news today. And they may suspend the trial. They may have to have a mistrial I mean, normally you would, but D.C.'s so corrupt. But see, that's a little example of an orgy. Because if you think, well, she's like, well, what are you doing talking to other journalists? That's kind of weird. Why, why are you sharing stuff with people? Because that's what you do when you're a real journalist. Now, I wear a pundit's hat, a journalist hat, a, a ranter's hat, a father's hat, a crazy man's hat. This is a talk show. We We have a free-for-all here, but... When it comes to hardcore breaking things, our greatest work has been handing the ball off to other people. And I've always said that's my mission, is to become obsolete. Now, we're far from obsolete, but we've come halfway. 
because you look around the world now and you see what's going on, and it's like, Russell Brown sounds like Alex Jones. Matt Gates sounds like Alex Jones. Tucker Carlson sounds like Alex Jones. Joe Rogan sounds like Alex Jones. Everybody sounds like Alex Jones now. What the hell's going on? They got all these London Guardian articles, New York Times articles. Jones has infected the world. We can track what he says, and then later it's in all the talking points, even by Congress. This guy's the biggest menace the planet's ever seen. No, 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 no. They're just taking the blinders off and seeing from the angles I look at things, from different angles, and they're getting it. And once the public gets it, it's not just journalists, it's the public, it's bye-bye New World Order. <laughs> it's Friday. We got one hell of a transmission lined up today. The Deep State's in full retreat. Stay with us. We'll be back. You are listening to an InfoWars.com Frontline Report. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. From deep in the heart of FEMA Region 6, Austin, Texas, transmitting worldwide, it's Alex Jones. The hearings taking place in Congress are burning down the deep state. We're learning what we already knew, but it's all confirmed now that major big pharma working with big tech and the government blocked the truth about COVID's origins and reporters and others that were exposing it. And, of course, the reign of terror continued on to go after those exposing election fraud, open borders, and more. It's all coming out. A giant organized crime, corporate, governmental, syndicate with intelligence agencies generaling the operation to shut down and suppress the American people in a digital dictatorship. A digital dictatorship that was growing tentacles and getting up on its legs, but now is burning down to the ground. I have to get to a question I'm amazed hasn't been asked of the two of you. This FTC consent decree, where it is government action subject to rigorous scrutiny under First Amendment standards, government action demanding that your names be listed, how did it feel when you found out that you were being expressly targeted by a government document based on your reporting? It was chilling. I mean, it's disturbing. I, I never thought that would happen in the United States of America, to be perfectly honest. I've been in a bunch, I've lived in a bunch of authoritarian countries, I've visited a lot of authoritarian countries, never thought this kind of thing would be going on here. And the nexus to authoritarianism is the desire to control the nature of truth itself. Our understandings change about things. We learn new things. We challenge prior assumptions. But if a bunch of people in Washington, D.C. get to decide what the truth is and then enforce it on the country and then punish and target those who report on their conduct, we are drifting more toward that. How did you feel, Mr. Tybee, when you saw your name? I was upset, obviously. Um, I I lived in uh, Russia during the 90s and early 2000s. I was there when Putin took power. I was friends with a group of uh, very brave, uh, muckraking reporters in Russia, many of whom didn't make it. A few of them um, were murdered after Putin came to power. So I've always been conscious of how the risks that other reporters take in other countries 
are incredibly severe, and that's one of the reasons why I'm motivated to protect the First Amendment, because our, our country has the best protections for reporters in the world. Um, but this kind of thing, where the government is looking for information about reporters, it's usually a canary in the coal mine that something worse is coming in terms of uh, an effort to exercise control over the press. And so on that level, it's, it's absolutely disturbing. Also, the Aspen Institute report that we, we uh, published today, uh, talked about today in the Twitter files thread, um, ex- one of their recommendations was that the FTC be empowered uh, to get uh, to have unlimited power to search uh, all data of uh, private companies, so that they could more freely and more accurately search uh, the speech of ordinary citizens. So, so in- as we're trying to put downward pressure on the government's expanding authority to be able to engage in what we see mostly from dictatorships, what you're reporting and what you're observing is that actually they view this as a growth industry, the information business, right? This, this yes. censorship industrial complex is a growth industry to the government. I think the key thing also, yes, and the thing to understand is that NSF... Is new, how, what is NewsGuard, and how are they part of the censorship industrial complex? Yeah, and we, by the way, we talked about Richard Stengel. He's on the board of NewsGuard. NewsGuard and the Different Disinformation Index are both U.S. government-funded entities who are working to drive advertiser revenue away from disfavored publications and towards the ones that they favor. This is... Uh, now, you totally know, what I'm used to in this town is government officials pick their favorite outlets and they give them the best scoops and they give them the best stories and there's a fusion of media and government that has long made me uncomfortable. What, but what you're describing now is literally the directing of revenue to certain media companies over other media companies designed and implemented with U.S. government funding and support. That's right. I, that, that is an astonishing way. If we do not take a look at NewsGuard, we, we have failed. And you talk about the brave reporting that occurs and what it subjects you to. I would suggest there is also political bravery that I have observed. While we've only heard from Democrats on this panel attacking you, discrediting you, a lot like they've tried to attack and discredit FBI whistleblowers who are truth tellers, there are brave Democrats who still believe in free speech. And I would advise my colleagues to look at the comments of Ro Khanna, who has been deeply, deeply concerned about this weaponization of government. And he believes these Twitter files are indeed worthy of our focus and our energy, and that is exactly what we are going to do. Coming to you from deep in the heart of Texas, I'm Alex Jones, your host. Thank you for joining us on this Friday transmission. Wow, the wheels have come off the New World Order, their engines blown, not just here but around the planet. Humanity is waking up very, very fast to the technocracy, the mark of the beast, the global cashless society, the surveillance grid, the censorship straitjacket. Here is one of the journalists there in the hearings yesterday, Michael Schellenberger, on the censorship industrial complex Orwellian mission. We went from, you go from a a situation where we were fighting ISIS recruiting, and then it was Russian disinformation. And now they're in a situation where they're wanting to censor true information, accurate facts, because they're worried that people might behave in ways that they don't want them to. That involves mind reading at a level that is grossly inappropriate. I mean, I worry even about making this defense because let's remember, the First Amendment protects our right to be wrong. Mm-hmm. It protects our right to lie. I mean, it's bizarre to me that we would need to make a defense of the First Amendment and remind people that we have a right to be wrong. And being wrong, as Matt was explaining, is a big part of being a human being and having a democracy. So this is disturbing and chilling, and you're absolutely right to be outraged by it. There needs to be a full truth and reconciliation that I hope everybody would appreciate um, having on this issue because a lot of bad behavior has come out about what they've done. And that reminds me, I sent these clips to the crew. There's one I forgot to send you, but it's all over the place. It it was brought up a lot in the hearings in the last two days. And it's reading the Twitter files where the CDC and the New York Times 
and a bunch of other uh, groups in this consortium of crime, this 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 mafia organization of control, say specifically, okay, the vaccine's killing people. It is making people die. It is true it doesn't work. But even though it's true, it's going to keep people from taking it. So we've got to suppress it. And that's what he was alluding to over and over again. Well, this is really technically true. Remember about a year and a half ago, the uh, college... A sports player that had a full scholarship in Arizona, I forget the name, it was all over the news, had myocarditis, and the doctors said it was caused by the Moderna shot he took, and it almost killed him. And then they censored him on Yahoo and censored him on Instagram. Uh, his, his video had like 10 million views. And Yahoo said, well, we talked to the board at the UN that runs the censorship. And, and later, the head of that board last year, actually earlier this year, in January, she went on TV. We played the clip like 50 times, 15 probably, actually. And she said, oh, we actually run the censorship. We tell the big tech companies and the U.S. government what to do, and then they censor it. And, and they said in the, in the article, well, we went to the U.N. board that runs the censorship, and they said, where it's true he had this myocarditis uh, from the shot, we still suppressed it because it's going to cause vaccine hesitancy if people see his story. So we would advise him not to talk about it anymore. And, and I read that Yahoo article probably 10 times on air. And I'm just like, you wake up and the UN's in charge and they're like, oh, first we're going to censor because of ISIS or Russia or all this or racism or whatever. And now it's, well, we're going to censor the truth because then we can't control the narrative uh, and then the greater good we're doing will be stopped. Total war on free speech as even mainline press is facing censorship and control. And uh, go ahead and hit refresh on that headline because I, I actually decided to rewrite the headline for the show today. There it is. New World Order's secret war against free speech has been blown wide open by historic congressional hearings. Watch live. So that's what's happening right now. And it's illegal from so many angles to have government and intelligence agencies and dinosaur legacy media with think tanks and big tech all working in tandem in these big workstations. And it's not just Twitter. We know about this because Elon Musk allowed it to be seen. So now he's under criminal investigation by the FTC and the FBI. They admit that. And they want to know who all the journalists are that he's, let's see, the censorship files run by the FBI. Because it was the FBI... They're one of their former senior agents running that department in Twitter. And they gave national security clearances to hundreds of Twitter executives so they can be given access to these classified databases and dashboards that can read all your private stuff that, that has everything about you. They have created an army of activated spies to illegally attack, surveil, censor, harass, and then deplatform and debank us. That's the social credit score. It's not coming, it's here. And now the big illegal social credit score is being exposed in Congress. The people involved all need to go to prison now. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. 
Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. And discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away at SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Guest coming up the second and third hour into the fourth hour today. I'll tell you more about that as we get close to the end of the hour, which is still 40 minutes away. Okay, let's get back to the huge congressional hearings yesterday, and then there's so much more I'm going to be getting into uh, after that. A House panel has launched an investigation into the defunct January 6th committee, something Steve Bannon was calling for the last few days. We have got major developments with the World Health Organization, UN Global Pandemic Treaty, and a lot of big developments on the COVID-19 front. We knew this was coming. It's globally standardized. Chickens kept in gardens will have to be registered under planned new rules. That's what they call pieces pieces of property around your house in the UK. In the name of fighting bird flu, they want to register all small farms so they can shut them down, just like they're trying to shut down gas stoves and space heaters all over the world. And then when they publicly propose it here in the U.S. and we say we don't want it, they make fun of us and say nobody proposed it. We've got the Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm on that coming up as well. But I want to get back to the war on the press. It's a lot bigger than that. It's a consortium directed by the Carnegie, Ford, and Rockefeller endowments that create the original master policy, then it had been going on for decades secretly, but it accelerated under Obama. Then when Trump went in, he basically kept his people in government. So Trump was never fully president. They could then undermine, they could spy, they could surveil. They then fired up all these think tanks and all these, quote, news watch fact checker groups. All these big universities got involved, big corporations, dinosaur media, big tech. And they created all these different software systems where the different levels of the spies and operatives could communicate and coordinate with law firms suing people, lawfare, all of it. 
debanking, harassing people, sending Antifa to people's houses when they chose to do so. This is a full, high-tech, political repression, totalitarian mechanism. The worst the world's ever seen makes the Stasi in East Germany blush. Makes anything the Chicoms have thought up look unsophisticated. Because the Chinese know they're under control, know there's a social credit score. This is a social credit score being slid in under the radar in front of everybody. So it's hiding in plain view. So if you just admit it's going on, admit it's illegal, it'll start falling like dominoes. I'm going to hit this big clip dealing with the level of the control and how it causes massive death in a moment. But first, InfoWars is the recognized canary in the cold mine. InfoWars is the recognized standard of resistance. The enemy wants it shut down. They want it destroyed. We have fearlessly fought on, and you have done an amazing job spreading the word, praying for the broadcast, and buying product. But I really need people that have been on the fence to redouble their efforts spreading the articles and videos and clips to reach more people. And I need listeners and viewers that have never gone to InfoWarsStore.com to go there. We have the best CBD oil for half off what it is anywhere else, highest quality, what it does for your joints, your bones, inflammation, your neurons, your brain. Just look into this wide spectrum CBD oil. It's, it's, it's a gift that God gave us. We have three different types, 25 milligram, 10 milligram, and 1,000 milligram. And it's powerful stuff. It's at InfoWarsStore.com. Get it today. You need it in your medicine cabinet. You need it. You need to have it. Get it today. Also, we have the great Ultimate Bone Broth. that have been sold out for over two years. Reformulated even stronger and better with the turmeric, the chaga mushroom, the bee pollen, the list goes on and on, the magnesium. It's back in stock. Discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. Incredible what it does for your whole body, your immune system. It's just as strong as an ox. InfoWarsStore.com. The prebiotics sold out for over a year. That loved formula is now back. What it does for your gut flora and your intestines and your health is phenomenal. Get it at InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. And by the way, uh, for last year, we only had like three customer service people to take calls, and they did okay, but they were overwhelmed sometimes. We've hired four more people, and I would say our customer service that was a plus during all the crises the last few years, went down to about a C plus. It's back to an A plus right now when you call the toll-free number for any questions or information or to order over the phone. Triple eight two five three three one three nine. That is the number as well. I want to thank you all for your support. You want the nitric boost as well for your heart cardiovascular system. Uh, we've got our turmeric ninety-five. That's the name of the product. It's the same formula. Uh, as Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. Uh, it's just directly from the folks we were already buying it from. So we were able to cut the price some. It's available and does amazing things as well. Infowarstore.com. Okay, let's get to this. Representative Kat Kamek and Michael Schellenberger discussed Twitter censoring Stanford professors and Dr. Fauci basically running it and calling for a published takedown while he runs around in the public saying he never ran any censorship or wasn't involved in it. He's a criminal liar. Here it is. Up on the screen, you can see a email from October of 2020. This is from then NIH director Francis Collins to Dr. Anthony Fauci. It goes on in to say this proposal 
talking about the Great Barrington Declaration, is from three fringe epidemiologists who met with the secretary, and it seems to be getting a lot of attention, even a signature, a co-signature from a Nobel Prize winner. Key line in here that I would like to point out, there needs to be a, quote, quick and devastating published takedown of its premises. I don't see anything like that online yet. Is it underway? Signed, Francis. Now, what I find interesting is if you fast forward into June of 2021, the Biden administration was raging at social media companies. There is communications that we can produce for the record that state we would like you to combat, quote unquote, misinformation. Now, We, thanks to the Twitter files, know that Twitter executives were using the term visibility filtering, and that really, to the rest of the American general public, was shadow banning, correct? Yes. Okay. So all of a sudden, we saw a rash of blacklists created by Twitter at the highest levels that were taking down some of the signatories and creators of this very Barrington Declaration, correct? Jay Bhattacharya, the Stanford professor who I don't think anybody considers a fringe epidemiologist, was indeed, I'm sorry, I I didn't piece it together. By the way, let's hit pause. uh, We're going to come back, back this up 10 seconds and and play the rest of it because we're going to break here. But you understand that during the Red Scare and all of it, a few thousand admitted communists had their rights violated, and I'm against that because we don't want to become what we're fighting. And that's called by Hollywood and the left, the greatest evil the planet ever saw. This is millions of people being shadow banned and surveilled and tracked just because they were telling the truth. And this is prestigious top university heads of departments with their Barrington Declaration where it caused massive suicide, the mass caused bacterial pneumonia, uh, huge amounts of depression, retarding the growth of children, uh, causing millions to starve to death in the third world. I mean, it was horrible. It was a horrible globalist lockdown on the planet. And so a bunch of scientists get together and point that out and point out other inconsistencies, and they're like, this is too devastating. We want it shut down. And, and indeed, it did then get shut down. I mean, th- again, organized, massive criminal activity, way bigger than left versus right. This is just total control. And it's just the beginning of they're not stopped. The good news is the dam has broken. Stay with us. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsTore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsTore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you, and thank you for your support. I've got some good news. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show.
It's Friday, March 10th. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. We are the battering ram. We are the juggernauts. We are the truth's weapon platform. We are at war with the tyrants. We are the Infowar. All right, my wonderful listeners and viewers. I could spend the whole four-hour show on this, but let's just get through more of these clips now, and then i got a bunch of other news to hit. But this is historic. The corporate media and the rest of the criminals that are all complicit continue to gaslight you and say, we're not surveilling you, we're not censoring you, it doesn't exist. Remember four and a half years ago when they were deplatforming me? They said, Jones made up a term deplatforming, even though we had the documents. Jones made up the term shadow banning. Why, we don't do that. Why, government's not involved. And I'm like, here's the damn documents. Obama put this in place in his last month in office in 2016. So it's so frustrating when we've known all this for a long time, but the good news is the public's finally getting it. Just Three years ago, I confronted Sundar Pichai, the head of Google, in some of these kangaroo hearings. And in that same hearing where I was being attacked but couldn't testify, as I sat there listening to him testify in the room, they went back to an old thing about, is it true Google can track your location? No, sir, we don't do that. That's like saying the sun doesn't come up or isn't yellow or that water isn't wet. Forever, they would not even tell them they were tracking people because the Congress was so technologically illiterate. But now you notice the growth curve of knowledge is here. Now they know everything they're being told is a lie by big tech, who, again, is the consortium that lets all this tyranny take place. So finish up the clip uh, talking about the Great Barrington Declaration and these top professors and how Fauci and others had their minions censor it, and they gave the order, and it happened. Here it is. Jay Bhattacharya, the Stanford professor, who I don't think anybody considers a fringe epidemiologist, was indeed, I'm sorry, I I didn't piece it together. He was indeed um, visibility filtered. Correct. And so this blacklist that was created that really was used to uh, deplatform, uh, reduce visibility, yes. um, create lists internally where people couldn't even see their profiles. That was used against doctors and scientists who produced information that was contrary to what the CDC was putting out, despite the fact that we now know that what they were publishing had scientific basis and, in fact, was valid. Absolutely. And not only that, but these are secret blacklists. So Professor Bhattacharya had no idea he was on it. I mean, this is East Germany Stasi kind of behavior. That's what this is. And um, the Great Barrington Declaration, by the way, I was skeptical of it at the time, but it actually now uh, looks pretty good in terms of how response to COVID. But even if it was totally wrong, it still deserved, I mean, this is the whole point of the First Amendment, is that I think we all have the experience of you're not right until you're wrong a lot. You know, you actually have to have that debate and that conversation. So by repressing that, we actually stifled, I think, a much broader conversation we could have had about how to effectively respond to COVID because they were secretly blacklisting people like Jay Bhattacharya. 
And once it's not secret, the criminal activity can be exposed, documented, and defeated. So this is the moment we've reached. It, it's a very important moment. And this censorship isn't just medical. It's, it's elections. It, it's how they game knowledge and information and stories so you can't see something like the Hunter Biden laptop they knew was real to manipulate elections. At that level, they did interfere massively in the elections a hundred times what the Russians could ever dream of. And it was the criminals that have hijacked this country that did it. They did steal the 2020 election just by algorithmic manipulation of the news and election information, where 98% of it was pro-Democrat in major studies. Now, here is Congressman Thomas Massey discusses Pfizer board member Scott Gottlieb's role in censoring tweets about natural immunity, which is a known fact. Here it is. I also found as a result of the FOIA, CDC tracks every tweet that a congressman puts out. Not just Republican, but Democrat. They keep a spreadsheet. They make it every week. Uh, This showed up in the FOIA for me because I'm in their spreadsheet that they track. Why is this interesting? Okay, so they're tracking congressman's tweets at CDC. They're enrolled in the partner support uh, portal at uh, at Twitter. And then I found, this is why, um, I found Alex Berenson's report very interesting because uh, what he found out is that Scott Gottlieb worked hard and, and Twitter complied, it looks like, to censor a tweet from a doctor about natural immunity. Guess what? On the same day that that doctor's tweet was censored, so were my tweets on natural immunity. Why is this important? What is, what is consequential about the date? This is three days after the military vaccine mandate came out and a week before the federal vaccine mandates came out. This truth was toxic to, to a narrative that Pfizer was spreading, that Joe Biden wanted out there so that he could force the vaccine on everybody, whether you'd had natural immunity or not. Now, I actually, you guys might not agree with me on this. I don't think the press gets special privileges on the First Amendment. I, think, I don't think Congress does. I think every American, by virtue of being an American, is, has the right to free speech enshrined in the Constitution. So I'm not so much worried that they, they uh, censored a, a congressman but they disabled all the comments from my constituents. Those are the voices they squelched. And my beef is not with Twitter, but my beef is with the CDC and these federal agencies. And I encourage you all, if you can, to find more about this. And uh, do you have any, either of you have any comments on this? And what is the federal government doing with spy agencies in the Justice Department in league with the CDC secretly doing all this? Again, that's illegal beyond imagination. Now, I'm going to say something here really important for all the other talk show hosts and all the other members of Congress, everybody else that's tuned in right now, listen to me. I've been proven right ahead of everybody else because I actually do the deep research. This is all I do. My head's in the game. Listen to me. Do you know what the problem is with these hearings? Do you know what the problem is with all this? Think about it. We owe Elon Musk a great debt of gratitude regardless of who he really is. Because these are good actions, and Christ said you judge a tree by its fruits. This has opened a window into this criminal activity, but Twitter is the junior tech company of the big five. It's the smallest of the Apples and the Googles and the Facebooks and all the rest of it, and their subsidiaries. Okay? They're doing all of this with the same groups the exact same way at all the other platforms. And so we're all talking about Twitter as if it's only happening over here. No, it's happening all over the place. And while we're all focused on Twitter, we need to be understanding that the evidence is everywhere else in the other groups, and we need to get Google and Facebook 
and their YouTube and Instagram subsidiaries exposed here. Now, separately, what is the system doing to distract from this? They're still trying to suppress it. They're still censoring on YouTube and everywhere else. J6, they're putting labels on and blocking. When you expose real J6 or when you expose the Twitter files, you go to YouTube, they're blocking that. Or they're putting informational disinformation links and they're saying that isn't true when it is. So they're still doing it. They're still shadow banning. They're still outright banning. They're still demonetizing. They're still harassing. And this is a social credit score. And while all that's going on, Jill Biden and Anthony Blinken are presenting an International Women of Courage Award to a biological man on International Women's Day at the White House. And Hershey's making a man their woman spokesperson. So their they're total distraction, diversion, destabilization of civilization with a bunch of clown world stuff about, oh, look, we have a man that's a woman that's an admiral, you know, that's number two in the Department of Health. And it's all just to scramble our brains. Here's the ridiculous award. We'll go to break. We'll come right back with even bigger news. Stay with us. In Argentina, Alba Ruada is a transgender woman who was kicked out of classrooms, barred for sitting for exams, refused job opportunities, subjected to violence, and rejected by her family. But in the face of these challenges, she worked to end violence and discrimination against the LGBTQI plus community in Argentina. So they're taking everybody's rights and then holding up a man, saying a man's really a woman as everybody's rights. Just, it's absolute crap, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars has proven itself the last 28 years to be over the globalist target and having the biggest effect out there against those tyrants. And we fund our operation with viewers and listeners' support while selling you great products at the same time. So I want to thank all the viewers and listeners who have supported us over the years by spreading the word, praying for the broadcast, and buying product. But I really want to encourage those of you that have been on the fence that have never actually gone to InfoWarsStore.com to go there and get the great books and films and supplements and survival gear that's there that won't just empower you and enrich your life, but again, will keep this broadcast transmitting. So whether it's Real Red Pill Plus or our super high-quality CBD oil or the 50% off or our great physio magnesium product or whether it's Down and Out, our great sleep bay that's back in stock, it's all there. Our turmeric, 95% humanoid, strongest out there, turmeric 95, it's all available at InfoWarsStore.com and it keeps us on the air. So make the decision to enrich your life and keep us on air, InfoWarsStore.com. I've got some good news. Our high-quality supplements really work, and we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfoWarsStore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarsStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high quality full spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well. Or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new order together. InfoWarsStore.com you're listening to The Alex Jones Show.
waging war on corruption, crashing the lies and disinformation. I'm your host, Alex Jones. All right, so I don't understand how I can see the whole thing crystal clear, how the whole thing operates, how it all works. I told you six, seven years ago how the whole operation is done, how it all intersects, how it's all connected from human intelligence sources, research, uh, just understanding. And it's not that hard if you actually want to put the pieces together. But most people look at things one-dimensionally or maybe two-dimensionally, and they don't have a historical context. So let me explain this again. Twitter is only the tip of the iceberg. It's only the doorway we've blown open to confirm everything we already told you, exactly as we told you, on record. And we've been totally vindicated. You've been vindicated. We've all been vindicated. But now we've got to bring them to justice because the next leg of this should be congressional hearings showing clips seven years ago, six years ago, five years ago, three years ago, you know, a year ago, with the executives from Twitter and Facebook and Google and all of them up there saying, we don't spy on anybody and watch what people say. We don't censor anybody. It doesn't exist. It's not happening. Meanwhile, they're watching congressmen's accounts and banning them and shadow banning them. It's, I mean, Ron Paul, Rand Paul, Ron Paul too, Rand Paul, Two years ago, it was like, natural immunity is better. All of a sudden, you show it in a Senate speech, and YouTube banned it. Took it down. And then Rand Paul got mad and went to Rumble. Great, go to Rumble, but also be on YouTube. Be, be on every platform. You're a senator. Fight against them. A senator could be wrong, but you get a chance to hear him on the Senate floor. Remember Rand Paul? Five-minute Senate speech? He's a medical doctor with poster boards up there talking about natural immunity how the media was saying oh the science shows natural immunity doesn't exist remember that and then well maybe it does a little something but the shot's much better all of it was a lie the shot starts erasing your natural immunity on record by five of them you don't have one your white blood cells are turned off it's called vades that's a real thing we coined the term now it's in the medical literature that's what it is so they lied to Congress. It's not just Fauci lying about gain of function. They lied about the censorship. They all did it coordination while Trump's in office with a defense authorization of over $2 billion. Imagine if Nixon had all the corporations and all the groups and the media and, all, and tens of thousands of spies and operatives all organized, illegally surveilling and censoring and spying, and he got caught doing that. What if he put in the Defense Authorization Act in 1972 to do all this stuff, but with low tech? They'd never let him put it in the defense bill, but it was in the defense bill. Almost no one was covering it. We were covering it. Zero Hedge was covering it. That's it. It's in the freaking legislation. And I can't believe Jim Jordan and them are this stupid that they didn't know this over the years. Now, they get a lot of big tech money, folks, and the Republicans have been soft playing this. They've been backpedaling. Trump backpedaled and didn't do anything. Oh, he talked a lot about censorship, but didn't do anything until he got censored. Now he calls it treason. It is treason. But when I was getting nailed to the wall and sued by the deep state and run over, I told all of you, hey, they're coming for you next. Here's Jim Jordan yesterday in his opening statements. The, t- the truth is we want to focus on protecting the First Amendment. Mr. Schellenberger, are you a Republican? No, I'm not. Do you got, a, you got any you know, pro-Trump bumper stickers on your car? 
I voted for Biden. Voted for Biden. You, you know how many MAGA hats laying around your house, right? I do not. Yeah, but you said earlier, both you and Mr. Taibbi said, this is the most chilling thing you've ever seen as journalists. Mr. Taibbi, the same thing. You're not a Republican either, right? No, no. I'm not. You didn't vote for I mean, like, this is about protecting the First Amendment. Mr. Taibbi, I want to read from your uh, Twitter file number nine. You say this. After weeks of Twitter files, the Bureau issued a statement Wednesday referring to the FBI. Here's what the FBI said. It is unfortunate that conspiracy theorists and others are feeding the American public misinformation with the sole purpose of attempting to discredit the agency. You then follow up. This is why I think you're an award-winning author. You then follow up. They must think we're unambitious if our sole aim is to discredit the FBI. After all, a whole range of government agencies discredit themselves in the Twitter files. And then you go on to, in this particular Twitter file, to talk about what Mr. Bishop was just talking about, the GEC at the State Department. You talk about the CIA. You talk about the DOD. You talk about the FBI. You talk about the DHS. You talk about the Foreign Intelligence Task Force, which is a combination of all these. But there was one agency you didn't mention because you didn't know at the time. One agency, one, you had almost the whole alphabet, but you didn't mention one agency, the FTC. The F, sure. you, you know about them now. <laughs> yes, we you know do. about them now in an up close and personal way. You didn't know then, but you do know, uh, know now. December 2nd, as I said earlier, December 2nd, the first Twitter file comes out, Mr. Taibbi. And I think there are five others, including the ones from Mr. Schellenberger. December 13th, the very first letter that the FTA, uh, FTC sends to Twitter after the Twitter files, 11 days after the first Twitter file, there have been five of them come out. The FTC's first demand in that first letter after the Twitter files come out is identify all journalists, I'm I'm quoting, identify all journalists and other members of the media to whom Twitter worked with. You find that scary, Mr. Taibbi, that you got a federal government agency asking a private company, who in the press are you talking with? I I do find it scary. I I think it's none of the government's business what... Uh, which journalists a private company talks to and why. Um, I think every journalist should be concerned about that and the absence of interest in that issue by um, uh, my fellow colleagues in the mainstream media is an indication of how low the business has sunk. Uh, there was once a real esprit de corps and camaraderie uh, within media. Whenever one of us was uh, gone after, we all kind of rose to the challenge and supported. Used to be. Yeah, Used to be the case. Um, that is gone now. Uh, we, we don't protect one you know What another. else used to happen? Democrats used to care about protecting First Amendment free speech rights, too. Now it's like, okay, if you're attacking... And I said this on the House floor. I said, don't think they won't come for you. Oh, the, the, the big tech, big media, the cancel culture, they may come for Republicans and conservatives now, but they never. the mob is never satisfied. They will keep coming. Mr. Schellenberger, you know who the chair of the FTC is? Uh, not... Personally, Lena Khan, Lena Khan, you know who she used to work for? My understanding is the Judiciary Committee. Yeah, she's worked for these folks. The same folks have been attacking you today. Same folks. Chair of the FTC, work for them. Here's what they said. Here's what she said in one in a letter where they ask about who these journalists. Again, they named four personally, four journalists by name. You were two of the four. As I said before, I think it's, it's frankly courageous and brave of you to show up today when you know the federal government's got an eye on you personally. Here's what they asked for in that letter. Any credentialing or background check Twitter has done on journalists. Now think about that. The federal government is saying we want you to do a background check on members of the press. Freedom of the press mentioned in the First Amendment. And they're doing ba- They want Twitter to do a background check on you before they can talk to you in America. 
The FTC, led by Lena Khan, who used to work for these guys, is asking that question. Now, 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 now we know, now we all know why you guys said at the outset, this is the most chilling story. And you guys are New York Times bestsellers, award-winning uh, journalists. But in all your, your time in the, in the journalism field, this issue, most important. And how this, I think, what'd you call it, Mr. Schellenberg, this is complex. What'd you call it, the... Censorship industrial complex. Totally. This web of censorship, big government, big tech, NGOs, all this web of censorship that Mr. Bishop was getting into in his line of questioning. That's what this committee is going to get to. And that's not right or left. That's not, this is just right or wrong. This is wrong. We know it's wrong. And it's about protecting the First Amendment. Now, again, what's the big takeaway? We're now learning what we already told you, exactly how it all works. This has already been public for many years. It's just getting worse by the day and bigger and more out of control, more weaponized. And this is not about the First Amendment. The First Amendment is one piece of it. It's government with intelligence agencies, big tech and dinosaur media in illegal consortiums surveilling everyone with AI in live time and then censoring everybody in live time and then going out and harassing people and in many cases sending Antifa to their house. I can play you the congressional hearings four years ago where they would get up in the hearings and say, why is InfoWars number one on Twitter today? And they said, sir, we saw it at lunch and we took it down. So they really have been schizophrenic about this. They'll admit they're doing it, then say they're not doing it, but it's racketeering. It's, it's organized crime, this giant web, this giant consortium coming after everybody. This is dictatorship, digital dictatorship on everything. The end of free elections, the end of everything, if this doesn't get stopped, we need more than hearings. But the FBI won't indict anybody because they're at the center of it. This is a coup, folks, a digital technocracy coup. And InfoWars is the probe that's gone in through and beyond. But we're only here because of you. Please pray for us and please keep us on air. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now and underwrite us continuing in the fight. I can't do it without you. We've got products you need. Take action now. InfoWarsStore.com Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsStore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsTore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I want to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate them to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you, and thank you for your support. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the U.S. Capitol Building. If you've joined us today for the insurrection, please make sure you pick up a promotional leaflet on the way in. Stay inside the safety cordons at all times. Tucker Carlson opened a wormhole in the Congressional Country Club's space-time January 6th continuum 
presenting unseen video footage revealing that the complete story had not only not been told, but it had also been doctored by the January 6th committee to satiate the Trump derangement syndrome mental illness rampant in Washington, D.C. Footage from inside the Capitol overturns the story you've heard about January 6th. Protesters queue up in neat little lines. They give each other tours outside the Speaker's office. They're not destroying the Capitol. They obviously revere the Capitol. The controllers and their media minions went on the offensive, doubling down on the big lie, using the old tired strategy that had secured their positions, lies baked into an unyielding barrage of mind control repetition. The power of repetition uh, is such that, you know, people like Tucker Carlson, who know they're lying to the public, can convince tens of millions of people of those lies. Tucker Carlson took a page from George Orwell's 1984 (laughs) and told his viewers to reject the evidence of their eyes and ears. Is this a lie? I think it's bull****. Fox executive Hannity Carlson shows are not credible sources of news. A hundred officers were assaulted on that day. Five officers died. Who are these five officers who are, quote, killed that day. Notice he didn't tell you. No one ever tells you. No one ever shows you their autopsies. They don't want any detail. They just want the slogan. Now, they're counting Brian Sicknick. That's a lie. But who are the other four? Well, those are four officers who killed themselves. These are the facts they can't dispute. Here is surveillance footage of Sicknick walking in the Capitol after he was supposedly murdered by the mob outside. By all appearances, Sicknick is healthy and vigorous. He's wearing a helmet, so it's hard to imagine he was killed by a head injury. We do know from contemporaneous videotape that a mysterious figure called Ray Epps encouraged the crowd to go into the Capitol. For some reason, Epps has never been indicted for that. But there's no question he did it. We need to go into the Capitol! How in a free country guided by the Constitution were these people allowed to withhold evidence from Jacob Chansley's lawyer? How could that happen? Had you seen that clearly exculpatory tape of your client at trial? No. Where is your backup? This is our damn Capitol building, and you all are letting it get destroyed on your watch. Anybody who watched that video uh, in a with their own eyes in a real way, would disagree with what was just stated. The president has been very clear. January 6th was the worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. The worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. The weather underground setting off a bomb in the Capitol in 1971 and the armed resistance unit doing the same in the Senate in 1983 were the last major attacks on the U.S. Capitol. But there can be no mention of those attacks because it would surely open old wounds surrounding Obama's relationship with Bill Ayers and Bernadine Dorn 
and Bill Clinton's pardoning of 16 members of the FALN who blew up innocent Americans at France's Tavern, where George Washington said farewell to his officers in 1783. Question number one, why did President Obama release the bomber? His name was Oscar Lopez. Why did he do it? Because he agreed with them. Um, Lopez was the leader of the FALN who bombed Francis Tavern. They took responsibility for it. Um, he's a Chicago guy. His brother, Jose, is a community organizer in Chicago. And he had sympathy, in my view, um, Obama had sympathy for these terrorists. There were going to be bombshells throughout the week, but it appears Tucker was finally roped in by Rupert Murdoch's lawyers. However, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has now vowed to release the January 6th security footage to the general public. It belongs to the public. Waging war on corruption. It's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the info war. All right. The lowest dimension I operate in is the third dimension. Our projections go all the way into the sixth dimension with incredible humet that God has given us known as the Holy Spirit. And to me, understanding all this is incredibly simple, and it's, it's like reading an owner's manual or something. And I, but for the general public that's not shifted their mind into Hegelian dialectics, that's only third-dimensional thinking. Once you understand third-dimensional thinking, you can expand to the higher levels and then permutate out on the larger analysis. That's called wargaming. So I wanted to get a really smart lawyer who's been at the tip of the spear getting the biggest whistleblowers like... Uh, Dr. Huff and others who worked for the, who was the vice president of EcoHealth Alliance that basically ran so much of the attack we've seen. He's been really at the center uh, of, of collating the information, bringing it together. And he also operates at a chess level, not a checkers level of how it's all tied together. Biden rolling out the national ID with a cashless society system for social credit score. Utah just announced it and has rolled it out yesterday. Uh, how it ties into war in Russia, how the new COVID origin bill is saying China did it, so we'll go to war with China. And I hate communist China, but you just heard Redfield, former head of the CDC, say, no, the Pentagon was running the operation, gain of function at Chapel Hill, then they moved it to Wuhan. He's not perjuring himself, he's telling the truth. So when Obama got caught doing this in 2015, it was a big scandal in the news with major professors coming forward saying we shouldn't be weaponizing coronaviruses. They moved it to China so they could have plausible deniability and later say, oh, it was from a bat at a wet supermarket where they sell live animals. That's if China played ball. But if China didn't play ball, oh, you did it. It's in your country. And, and it's not a consensus. It's a fact that Fauci and the deep state already had their so-called mRNA vaccines for COVID-19 with the sequence ready. Moderna didn't crack the code in two days and come up with a vaccine. Oh, we just cracked it. The vaccine's ready in two days. They already had it. That's in the emails. It's all come out. So it is incredible. Now, we're watching Congress do catch up on all this. And for me, the First Amendment's paramount in general for the public. But where we can nail them, they're focusing on free speech, is not the free speech issue. It's that when you have government and agencies with big tech and dinosaur media lying and operating in secret and lying to Congress about it the last five, six years, censoring everybody in lifetime and controlling not just COVID narratives, but open border narratives, Afghan withdrawal narratives, 
uh, election fraud narratives. I mean, it, it, they're now censoring January 6th stuff. They're now censoring on YouTube and other places uh, and, and, and blocking these hearings you're watching. Again, a year and a half ago, two years ago, they blocked Senator Paul showing slides and, and printouts on, on poster board about natural immunity. And then now come out the documents, they censor things that are true because that's so effective and against their narrative. It's all ends justifies the means. So Thomas Renz is at Renz Tom on Twitter, R-E-N-Z Tom, and TomRenz.substack.com and Renz-Law.com. We'll be with us for the rest of the hour, but I want to set the table on the big picture here. Uh, here is the first clip. We, we, we probably played 30 minutes of Redfield yesterday, but here's just that one clip, and he elaborated later about, no, no, this is gain-of-function. This is the biggest disaster ever with gain-of-function. Here it is. So one, one other path of questioning for you, Dr. Ritfield. Proponents of this research claim it may result in vaccines or maybe even stop a pandemic. Dr. Redfield, has gain-of-function created any life-saving vaccines or therapeutics to your knowledge? Not to my knowledge. Has gain-of-function stopped a pandemic, to, in your opinion? No, on the contrary, I think it probably caused the greatest pandemic our world has seen. Do you find any tangible benefits uh, to gain-of-function research at this time? I personally don't, but I do want to stress, I think the men and women that support it are people of good faith because they truly believe it's going to lead to a potential benefit. I disagree with that assessment. And he went on and on to describe it all, and now the Pentagon's actually behind it. That is people running it. So Attorney Thomas Renz at the heart of the whistleblowers and everything we know coming out now. Do you agree with me that the First Amendment issue, they're almost using as a red herring? Yeah, they trampled it. Yeah, they, they did it. But it's the organized crime of all these groups together secretly doing this. When you organize to deprive massive groups of their rights, it's not just civil rights violations. It's serious crimes, especially when it's for big companies to make hundreds of billions of dollars. How would you quantify that? I'd quantify it as a RICO Act, Alex. Uh, the, you know, so there, I'm going to tell you, I've looked at this for quite some time, and I'm of the belief that the largest RICO suit in history could, would, and should be filed. Now, I'm going to tell you that the reason I haven't filed it is just simply that the complexity of it, I don't have the resources. I mean, you're talking about a 5 to $10 million case, and uh, that's that's not because... No, I'd this be is the biggest organized crime ever. You've got literally hundreds of companies and groups with government doing it, exactly. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. You're going to, you file this case, you're going to be filing against the World Economic Forum all sorts of federal officials, and you can get to federal officials under RICO in certain instances. You can also get to these uh, these corrupt universities, uh, to the Gates Foundation, all these different players that we know are a part of this. You could get to all of these guys under the proper RICO suit. I'm quite convinced of that based on the evidence that we have in my pocket. The problem is, is that the complexity is so mind-blowing, it would take a team of probably I would say 25 to 50 attorneys, another another 25 or so paralegals. I mean, you'd be looking at full time for probably six months to a year minimum to put and this And what you said is properly. the key. There's an old saying, you commit a crime, commit a huge one, because it's such a massive consortium of corporate and governmental systems. That's why they thought they'd get away with it, because it's so huge. And they got so many powerful people on board. They believe that political power will protect them. Well, Alex, you know this better than anybody on the planet, right? When the machine gears up against you in the courts, they've got infinite money. They don't care what it costs, right? Uh, you know, I 
I don't want to make it a money thing about me because that's not what I'm in this for. But let, let's put use this as an example. Since I have started doing this work three years ago, and I, you know I dedicate every waking minute, I have billed less than a million dollars for my time. Now, if you think about that and you compare it to the amount of hours that I've worked, you're looking at I've given away probably five, six million dollars worth of worth, uh, worth of work. You, you can't. There aren't many lawyers that'll do that. There just aren't. So you know the reality is, is on these freebie cases that I do, and I do a lot of them, and I do as many as I can. Uh, you know, people say, "Where are the lawyers?" Well, our side doesn't fund it. But when you have Google, when you have the Gates Foundation, when you have George Soros, what they do is they say, "Listen." I'll spend $100 million on lawyers because I'm going to steal a trillion dollars worth of money from the public, and who cares, right? So when you look at it, this is really, it was actually part of the plan was to make this financially untenable for lawyers to fight uh, so that they could get away with this because there are ways that we can do things. It's just no single lawyer, no, not even a small group of lawyers really has the capacity. Well, that's to do right. This and properly. they admit in their war games, they were planning for lawyers to sue them. That's in the spars, 2025, 2028, uh, yep. document. And that's why they got indemnified by governments. I mean, this was a premeditated plan. The good news is they intended to go a lot longer and a lot better. They're actually scared right now in my view. Yes, they are. Well, here's what happened, right? So strategically, when I did when I started fighting this back in 2020, what I did is I looked at this, Alex. I saw how big the fight was, and I'm going to be honest, I I underestimated it. I didn't realize how global and how big, so, but I knew it was way bigger than me. So what I did was I started coalition building and and hitting cases that were going to really cause a lot of damage, uh, always in good faith. But some of them were tough, tough cases that you just didn't know if you could win. Um, but they were always filed in good faith. So what happens is, is that's that's created a lot of resistance. And just I think honestly, what you did, Alex, because you've been talking about the truth on this from the beginning, just like I have. But guys like you and I, who are willing to take take a lot of arrows for being called conspiracy theorists and everything else, gave people courage to look into this. And we also highlighted the information. I don't think they expected that. I don't think they expected the kind of fight back that they've got. No, they and didn't, I they didn't expect suicidal commitment. No, no. And that's pretty much the insane. We're borderline insane on this, right? I mean, you, you know, you fight till the bitter end come hell nor high water because it's freedom or bust. Well, and, yeah, they're, uh, they're hitting our children with a bioweapon. We'll be right back with Mr. Renz and get into all these big developments and how it all ties together. The global currency, the war, the control grid, all these hearings, everything. We're living in an incredible time, but humanity is fighting back. Stay with us. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles and those live feeds both the regular shows and special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars emergency news alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. 
What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. walloffire.com have you ever thought about turning your glock xd family or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine it only takes about 30 seconds the mech tech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no ffl or background check required it's the world's most versatile pistol accessory build your custom upper today simply go to handgunconversion.com that's handgunconversion.com You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Everybody knows that when things are negative and bad, I will be the first to tell you. But it's the opposite. Their entire system is being exposed right now. The problem is they're trying to accelerate World War III as the way to get out of it. But I wanted to ask one of the leading attorneys fighting the globalists on this front... Thomas Renz, where he thinks this is all going next and his warnings tying this into all the other big issues. Uh, But at the same time, the positiveness of the former head of the CDC turning state's evidence, it should be the number one story in the country. It's got a lot of attention, but not one-tenth of what it needs. Here is uh, Redfield talking about Fauci. Dr. Fauci, knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress... Do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan? You are implying that what we did was responsible for the deaths of individual. I totally resent that. that. And if anybody is lying here, Senator, it is you. Do you think that Dr. Fauci intentionally lied under oath to Senator Paul when he vehemently denied NIH's funding of -of gain-of-function research? I think there's no doubt that NIH was funding gain-of-function research. Is it likely that American tax dollars funded the gain-of-function research that created this virus? I think it did, not only from NIH, but from the State Department, USAID, and from DOD. So, in your expert opinion, was the Wuhan Institute conducting gain-of-function research on coronaviruses? Thank you. Dr. Redfield, did you agree, in your opinion, with Dr. Anderson's assessment at the time that this virus did look engineered? It was very disconcerting to me. It looked like this virus was engineered. In one sentence, can you provide a definition of -of gain-of-function research? I think it's to take a pathogen and try to increase one of two things or both, to increase its transmissibility or its pathogenicity. Has gain-of-function stopped a pandemic, in your opinion? No, on the contrary, I think it probably caused the greatest pandemic our world has seen. And now they're getting ready to blackmail China with it and start a war. That's what Thomas Renz is here about today. Thomas? Yes, sir. So, I mean, listen, Alex, think about what we just heard. We heard the guy that was running the CDC at the time that this was happened. By the way, I'd love to know why he hasn't spoken out till now. But I'll take it, right? Someone's finally telling the truth. And boy, did you hit the nail on the head when you said these guys are finally, they're losing. They're in trouble. They're in big trouble. Uh, Yeah, by the way, I'll tell you why he's coming out now. When we filed the case with Huff up in New York, 
they know that that case against EcoHealth Alliance, all this stuff's coming out. So what you got now is a lot of rats scurrying for the hills. Because for those who don't know, tell them who Huff is briefly. Okay, so Dr. Andrew Huff is a is a he's a veteran. He worked for NI. Uh, he worked for Sandia Labs. He had Q clearance. Uh, he worked for EcoHealth Alliance. One of the most qualified people on the planet. Uh, he he was there. He worked for EcoHealth Alliance in an executive capacity when they created this in the Wuhan lab. He is testifying. Well, yeah, he was the vice president. He was the vice president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a client of mine, and has uh, testified under penalty of perjury that that they created this in the lab while he was working there. So we have a firsthand witness. Uh, we have. Uh, Tons of tech cooperating testimony. I mean, we put this out before the election. We actually oh, I was about to say, you were on them. two years ago, and you said, I yeah. have the biggest whistleblower inside, and you weren't, you weren't lying, and you brought forward so many others, but continue. Yeah. So now, the, this is all coming down, so they have to admit the truth, and so now what you're seeing is a lot of uh, game, you know, gamesmanship. Who do we shift the blame on? How do we do this? Well, the Department of the Defense and Intel agencies are the two most important players in this. They were involved with COVID. They were involved with the vaccines. They create. They not only funded the creation, but you got to understand, when you get a COVID vaccine, you're not getting it from Pfizer. You're getting it from our Defense Department. They sign contracts with Pfizer and Moderna that say that we will distribute these and we will only distribute them where you have PrEP Act immunity. Our Department of Defense did this, and that's because they had a hand in creating the jabs as well as the, the virus. We know all this. We have all this. Then fast forward to just the last couple of days. So Senator Josh Hawley, who I appreciate him, and I don't think he's aware of this. Because when a, when a congressman or a senator asks for a bill, they send it off to legislative services. Legislative services writes it. And then you get whatever back you get. And what we found is we found a substantial amount of evidence that legislative services and a lot of these congressmen have in their offices people who sold out. We have evidence of this, right? So you look at this bill, and I've got it right here. I'm looking off to the side so I can share this with you. Uh, this bill specifically says, declassify any and all information related to potential links between Wuhan Institute of Virology and the origin of coronavirus. Uh, it goes on, and it, it lays out in several different places that they want to get to the origins, but they really only care about uh, Wuhan. Well, have you ha in the history of, of Congress... Yeah, you don't, start an, you don't start an investigation that's a law and say, we only look here. Yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. Well, and think about our current Congress, Alex. They passed with unanimous consent. Unanimous. That doesn't happen right now. I mean, this is pushed by the DOD is why this is happening. The DOD is going to use this. Right now, what we've got is China's rattling their sabers about Taiwan and Ukraine. And we don't want them in Taiwan, and we definitely don't want them back in Russia and Ukraine. So what we're doing now is we're saying, hey, look at this little legislation we got that's going to show the whole world how you guys created this in the lab. So they're going to frame China. Let me just back you up what you said three minutes ago. Pull up Reuters from uh, two years ago. The UN said, don't give it to the migrants we're bringing in because we don't have liability protection to them. Only give it to your citizens because we're going to kill them. Think uh, this is all pre-planned. This is all war-gamed. Yep, absolutely. And that's right, because under the Foreign Tort Claims Act, there may actually be, uh, you know, some different mechanisms by which they could get to this. We identified that as a potential workaround. 
See, so they weren't forcing some of these illegal immigrants to get it. They were, they were really, it was really an unbelievable thing. Meanwhile, if you remember, Alex, at the same time, we got videos where they would go in into homes where there were people with special needs and drag them out screaming as they were forcing these jabs on them. That California. Probably killed many of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this was entirely planned. And to think that this bill, like I said, I don't want to say that uh, Senator Holly did this for anything but good reasons. But remember, our DOD has its fingers into everything, everything. We all thought, and by the way, Fauci in his position was tied in with the DOD. Their, their part of their job was looking at biodefense. So the DOD had their thumb on Fauci the whole time with this. Fauci's a crook for sure and belongs under Gitmo. But the problem is, is that this was really out of our intelligence agencies and DOD, which they knew they had to do it that way because the DOD and the intel agencies have immunity to FOIAs. They've got immunity to lawsuits. All they do is say it's national security. You can't bother us. And that's it. So the reason that all of this happened was because there's no accountability to our Department of Defense. And Obama knew that. So when and Obama, so they're injecting they, our troops with an experimental poison shot while the illegal aliens don't have to take it. When we come back, I want to ask you then. We know it goes all the way to the top, and above that's the big foundations that created the policy. What was their end game? How is their operation going? How do we stop them? And how does it tie into Russia and the rest of it? And yes, I hate the communist Chinese, but they're being framed right now, folks, for World War III. This is so dangerous. This is all documented. We'll be right back with Attorney Thomas Renz and more straight ahead. Tell everybody you know, tune in now. And once this show's archived to band.video, share it like your lives depend on it, because it does. And for all you've been serving the system, it's never too late to turn back and come back to reality. We've got an open hand to you. So many people say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor, they fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet. But now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. All right. Thomas Rims, our guest here on The Alex Jones Show. Super smart guy. Big Brother. Mainstream media. Government cover-ups. You want to stop tyranny? Well, so does he. Live from the Infowars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. So when I've been jumping in with him, we didn't talk before he came on. I want to just back up everything he's saying so you know it's real. But I want him to start over, big picture, where we are, where this is going, tying it into World War III, how we stop it. I'm going to try to shut up now for the next 25 minutes until this hour ends. You've got the floor. Well, you know, where we are, Alex, is we're in a position where we fought back so hard 
that we actually have an opportunity to win this. Now, you got to understand, when you come into this, you look at a whole bunch of enemies of America. And I started to say before the break, before Obama left the White House, the insurance policy, you, you know, we've talked a lot on, I know you've talked a lot about, and we've talked a lot elsewhere about the fact that, uh, you know, Obama had his insurance policy against the Trump administration. Everybody looked at that as being the FBI or the Russia collusion. It was much bigger than that, much bigger. These guys didn't leave much to waste. What they did is they fired the entirety of our brass in the Pentagon and in the intelligence agencies, whether it was FBI, DIA, CIA, Pentagon, all the brass. Now, our soldiers are still the same heroes they've always been, but the brass got terminated and Obama replaced them with a bunch of crooks and, and losers. So that was the insurance policy. That was the insurance policy against Trump. And those are the people who've been putting in these awful, awful situations in the last few years. So if you look, the DOD was responsible and tied in with COVID. They funded the development. And listen, I said this before, I'll say it again. Are you going to tell me that we have coronavirus, which is designated under federal regulation as, as an abnormally dangerous material, right? If you're working on a coronavirus, it's, it's by regulation dangerous. You're going to tell me that we took the ge genetic technology that we needed to do work on this inherently dangerous material, transferred it to Wuhan, China, a known Chinese CCP bioweapons development center, to do work on this without our military's knowledge? That's nonsense. Of course they knew this. Of course they knew this. So you fast forward. What happens in 2020? So in 2020, we've got COVID hits. COVID allows a lot of things to happen. It wasn't just one thing. Now, we get really focused. We look at the election steal. Yes, the election steal couldn't happen without COVID. The mail-in ballots, all this shifting, they couldn't do it. They couldn't steal enough votes without the, the COVID cover to truly look credible in this. I don't think they looked all that credible anyways, but that's beside the The other thing that was happening, though, is the censorship, right? COVID gave them an excuse to say, we have to censor because vaccine misinfo could create vaccine hesitancy, and that's a disaster. Well, that what that has translated into, since we saw from the Twitter files yesterday, is that what's occurred is they're actually, they're even censoring the truth. They, the, the Twitter files showed openly, these guys were legitimately censoring the truth they didn't want true side effects and true things have because they said, well, it could create vaccine hesitancy. Well, don't you want that? I would think you'd want that, but you don't. So you meanwhile, while all this is happening, one of the other major things that happens with COVID is the all the small and mid-sized business that makes America function was dying. They were absolutely dying. So we lost big business, the globalists who are largely behind this made all sorts of money. If you look at the 2021 World Economic Forum, uh, they they actually said COVID is the most profitable event in human history. Well, it wasn't for me. It may have been for them, but that's because when when your local hardware store goes out of business, you buy from Amazon. So you've got the this economic shift where it's one of the greatest wealth transfers up to the billionaires in history. So as that's happening, you're also seeing a situation where the stability of the U.S. dollar and everything else is under attack, both because Biden's not allowing us to mine our own natural resources, uh, but also because uh, without small to mid-sized business, that's, that's the core to the American economy. It's always been. So as that's failing, 
we become very reliant on just a few big businesses. Well, it's easy to manipulate big business, especially if you're BlackRock or Vanguard, who just happen to be partners in the World Economic Forum and everyone else. So, you know, you can you can make an economic crisis as you wish, and then you can just prop up the same people you tore right back down. It's all smoke and mirrors that you're able to do when you control the money. Well, that leads to CBDCs, right? Meanwhile, you also have uh, the most important experiment to the globalists in the world going on, Ukraine, right? Ukraine is where they're testing a lot of this stuff uh, for the new world order. Now, you can say that all this stuff is gobbledygook, but I can actually bring you documents on everything that I've said so far. I can show you paperwork or video clips of the World Economic Forum participants talking about this. So now you got CBDCs. And you've got a push for vaccines, and a push for this, and a push for that. Uh, you've got a you've got the the ground laid for what could be a world war. Now, one of the things, and this is there's some speculation here. I don't have paper on this. I'm of the belief that there's a power struggle between the World Economic Forum and the CCP. They both hate America, and because America's been weakened by bad policies, COVID, globalist conspiracies, all these different things, now I think you have a situation where these guys, they want to kill America, they want to kill freedom, but they also want to balance that with how do I preserve me, right? World Economic Forum wants to run the show. CCP wants to run the show. Russia doesn't really want either of them to run the show. Russia doesn't have a great path forward where they run the show, but they'd prefer that. And then let's not forget some of the Islamic terrorist countries that really are out there as well that don't like America. All of these things are combining together to create a situation where America's under attack from every direction. We're holding our, gr our ground on a bunch of these. But we have this huge disaster. Now the, the real key is if the American people are willing to stand together and stand for freedom through all the tumult that's going to be coming in the next five years, and it's going to be ugly, folks. And if you think this is going to be over quickly, I got news for you. But if we're willing to stand together and stand strong as we have so far, if we're willing to support our warriors like Alex, like InfoWars, if we're willing to come together and to demand freedom and keep pushing what we're pushing, I think we can win this. We have also been developing on our side. I mean, you know this, Alex. Guys like me, who would have ever thought that you'd know a guy like me? But a lot of us have came out of the woodwork. So the warriors are now standing up and we're starting to coordinate. We're actually starting to get God's army together to fight for freedom. So, and that's the key. To interrupt. We now the new world order is out in the open. We know it's predatory. You have the globalist and the Chicoms all feeding and sucking off America, but they're kind of fighting over who's going to be in charge of that right now. And and, and please continue. You're well. You're dead on. And be, but because because. You know, what happened was, is all of us started fighting our own issues early on. We started fighting, you know, we had heroes fighting on election issues, heroes fighting on censorship, heroes fighting on COVID, heroes fighting on all these different things, right? Well, we found each other. And even though we still bicker with each other and butt heads a lot, we're still all on the same side and we found each other. And we've got, we'll continue to develop and coordinate together. And, and that's, that's really the key. So there's hope. And I'm going to give you something. I'd like to give the InfoWars audience some very specific hope, right? So I'm working, uh, and we've been working. And yeah, General Flynn will often say local action, national impact. And there's an example here. 
So I'm working in Missouri. Missouri is a very red state. We have a bill in Missouri, House Bill 1169. It does three things, Alex, three things. It makes it so that you have to have informed consent, and informed consent has to include adverse events of special interest. So they can't just say, uh, we're only going to include certain things in the informed consent. It means anything benefit or negative or risk, you have to be of informed consent. So it requires informed consent. It requires that any gene-altering technology be labeled gene-altering technology, whether it's in a vaccine or something else or not. And it requires that if that technology, if anything that you get could alter your genetics, that they share whether it's transmissible. So three disclosures, all three things that they say they don't, they, they're either doing or don't care about anyways, because it never matter. That bill was introduced and they were told to kill the bill by Pfizer's lobbyists. Hold by on, stay there. Let's come back. We're talking about direct action to counter these lies. We'll be right back with Tom Renz. Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars has proven itself the last 28 years to be over the globalist target and having the biggest effect out there against those tyrants. And we fund our operation with viewers and listeners' support while selling you great products at the same time. So I want to thank all the viewers and listeners who have supported us over the years by spreading the word praying for the broadcast and buying product. But I really want to encourage those of you that have been on the fence, have never actually gone to InfoWarsStore.com to go there and get the great books and films and supplements and survival gear that's there that won't just empower you and enrich your life, but again, will keep this broadcast transmitting. So whether it's Real Red Pill Plus or our super high-quality CBD oil or the 50% off or a great physio magnesium product or whether it's Down and Out or a great sleep aid that's back in stock, it's all there. Our turmeric, 95% humanoid, strongest out there, turmeric 95. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com, and it keeps us on the air. So make the decision to enrich your life and keep us on air, InfoWarsStore.com. I've got some good news. Our high-quality supplements really work, and we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfoWarsStore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarsStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high-quality full-spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well, or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new order together. InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. I'm no stranger to the rain. I'm a friend of thunder. Friend, is it any wonder lightning strikes me? I fought with the devil, got down on his level, but I never gave in, so he gave up on me. I'm no stranger to the rain. We gotta wear these evil people out. We gotta decide that we're never gonna get tired. We're just gonna fight and fight and fight. You'll find a strength 
you've never had when you do that. You'll find out who you really are. Thomas Wren's our guest. He was getting into some really key points in the break. Cut him off. Uh, great lawyer at the very tip of the spear in this fight as the House of Cards comes down. Please continue. Yeah, so I was talking about House Bill 1169 in Missouri. So all it does is disclosure, right? You get to find out about your side effects. You get to find out if something's going to affect your genes. That's it. So we wrote that bill specifically so that there was no reason to oppose it. Because do you really think in red Missouri that your constituents don't want to know if their genes are going to be played with? Of course they want to know that. Now, that was opposed by Dean Plocker initially, and now they're trying to slow walk it through the Republican House and the Republican Senate because they don't want it passed. We had outright, we were outright told by the Pfizer lobbyists and the other lobbyists that they are going to kill this bill. So they're walking, slow walking it through. Plocker's lying to, to other House reps about what the bill is, and nobody will bother to read the two-page bill. It's two pages, no writers, no anything. House Bill 1169, Missouri. So this is where I go to, to local action. Now, if people hear about this in Missouri and people call their house reps and their state reps in Missouri, they're going to, this, that, this bill can pass. We can actually do it. And if it passes, we get honest information about side effects and transmissibility globally, because what's true in Missouri is true everywhere. But, 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 we got word that they've now called in the international lobbyists, the international big boys, to try and fight this because it's hard to do. So we call and because call they know the once Missouri goes that way, like dominoes, and it's Missouri that's uh, subpoenaing Fauci and all the yes. rest of it. Yes, absolutely. So a little bit of truth goes a long way. But what? How do you oppose this politically? What, we're against you knowing if your genes are going to be modified? Of course they can't oppose that. So what they're doing is they're trying to slow walk it through committees and slow walk it through this and slow walk it through that so that they can't, uh, they don't have to deal with the political accountability. But what we're doing is, so for example, there was a, a guy, uh, a house rep, that was talking about this bill and he was just wrong about it. He was telling his local Republican party about it and he was wrong. Now, I've been told he's a good guy. I don't know. If he's a good guy, then he's probably lied to by the House leadership who that sells out. But because we call them out, that's going to change the nature. So you can do this locally, right? This is the reason I'm telling this story. It's very Missouri specific, but it'll change the world if we pass the bill. This is something you can do locally. You can locally tell your Republican Party, this is what this bill says. It's two pages. Don't listen to this liar. Because the Republican Party is no different than the Democrat Party at the top. Most of them are uniparty. This is why I don't. This is why I get so censored, Alex. You know about the censorship better than me. But you know, because you don't sell out to the Republicans or the Democrats, you know the uniparty exists, and you call them out. Both sides dislike you. Well, I'm doing the same thing here. This is the uniparty. Now, there's some good Republican people in Missouri, and the people of Missouri are great. We pass this. By the way, everybody should get your bill and get it introduced in their legislature. It should be in every state. And ask your legislature, ask your Republicans especially, or, or Democrats, how is it that you oppose me knowing if I'm getting something that's going to screw with my genes? They say, well, they'll say, well, it doesn't. Well, then you should have no problem passing the bill, right? There's zero reason to oppose this bill. By the way, though, they now so, officially admit it does change your genes. Yeah, yes, they do. Yes, they do. We know that it does. It alters your DNA permanently. Uh, we've got a ton of stuff on that.
But, you know, this is the kind of thing, because one of the things that you talked about hope, Alex, you talked about hope and you talked about us winning. And I want to give that to, our, to our, the listeners right now, because at the end of the day, we can do something. You don't have to be an attorney. You don't have to be a huge broadcaster like Alex Jones. But if you don't do anything, if you just sit around telling yourself, I'm helpless, you're right. Then you're helpless. If you do something, if you go to your local Republican Party, if you go to your local events, if you call your house rep, a house rep is not a big position. You can call a state house rep and say, hey, what's going on? How much trouble? Do you know that 20 to 30 calls on a single issue for a state house rep has, do you know, it's a huge impact. That never happens. We've had, we've talked some of these guys down. And if we can pass this in one state, we only need one state. And it changes everything. I've got causes of action. I can sue over this. I can no, sue No, I understand. Over so you the, put teeth in it. So that's a 100-foot view. What about the 35,000-foot view? How do we stop them framing China for the virus so that Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab and the whole New World Order gets away with it and can do it again? How do we expose that legislation in Congress? Yeah, and so that's the other thing, and that's the part that everybody wants to, you know, everybody thinks that they've got to do that, and they can't, you know, you're right. If you live in, in Fremont, Ohio, and you're nobody like me, you probably can't stop that by yourself. But, 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 you know, I can come and I can talk to you, Alex, and you've got a huge audience, and I can get the word out. And the thing is, is collectively, what I think we're seeing on platforms like Twitter, which only shadow bans less than they used to, uh, and some of these other platforms, with the information getting out through social, Getter, all these different platforms, there's enough information getting out that I think that it's pretty well known that the support for a world war is pretty low. Uh, you know, everybody wants to say, I'm for Ukraine, until you say, well, you want your kid to go die over there? Uh, and the answer to that is pretty much universally no. So I think that the key here is to continue the political pressure. I think that what we see is a confluence of things happening that are creating enough political pressure where we can have some national impact. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm looking at some lawsuits uh, to do this. We're working on the next series of really big lawsuits, and I'm hoping that they're going to break through some of the censorship and allow people to get you know a greater picture of what's going on. Um, that's going to be a big thing. I think that really just continuing to support your your Matt Gateses of this world who are out there, you know, they're willing to take some bullets to stand on on principle. Uh, we got to get, you know, Trump. I'm hopeful Trump's going to finally see the light on the vaccines. I actually, I'm praying to God uh, that the truth is is getting to him, and uh, because if he comes out on that, then there's no more reason for any conservative not to coalesce behind him. And to you know, let him do what he does, which is to lead the, lead that MAGA movement and fighting for America first. I totally but agree. And the average the person, back. they think, oh, it's just a poison shot. It's one issue. No, it's the world ID. It's control of our bodies. It's yep. it's 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 the vaccine passport. It's the whole thing. We've got to be very thankful to all the work everybody's done. That these hearings are devastating. The the learning curve in Congress is just it's going parabolic. Uh, and so I'm I'm really concerned about. The deep state releasing a new virus, a Marburg, a monkeypox. Uh, they've been pre-programming the media for that. That's my concern. We're here in 2025, Alex. Um, so th this is projection, right? So you can't prove something's going to happen. The timeline I got uh, that I think is most likely to be accurate, and I want to stress to everybody, I'm, uh, you know, I can never prove the future. 
The timeline that I got that's most accurate is that 2025 is the gold date for the next pandemic. The reason for that is, is the WHO treaty finalizes in May of 2024, and uh, they got to have the right president in place. So the next big step is stealing the next election. And actually more important than that, what we're getting from from our sources is that the biggest thing coming now is they're going to quintuple down on censorship. They're going to really partner. They're going to be pushing Google really hard and some of the other things really hard. They got to get that censorship handled because what's happened is is this network, Infowars, uh, and actually, by the way, I forgot to tell you, Alex, off air, I'll give you some insight. Uh, you were mentioned in some whistleblower data that I recently got. They are scared of you. Uh, they are they're terrified of this network. Um, this network, the others who are getting the word out critical critical because they're going to try and triple down on censoring us they're going to try and triple down on keeping the word down because that's the only way that they can credibly steal the next election if they if the if there's anything short of complete censorship the 2024 election there's no way they're going to be able to steal well it. we're out of time I mean, I, but uh, off air let me ask you what the whistleblower information is that's interesting but they're just scared of the guests we have we have general flynn on tomorrow live at noon infowars.com forward slash show and, and, and a lot more but let me say bye to you during the break invite you up very very soon thomas renz renz-law.com so much great information there please don't hang up i want to ask you during the break exactly uh, the information you, get, you have off record and we've got Ivan Raikland and Mr. McBride, who were on with us yesterday with more video clips, more about January 6th, and more about that whole cover-up coming down that ties into everything coming up next hour. Please remember, we are listener-supported. We have great products. So get your ultimate bone broth, get your great CBD oil, get our prebiotics back in stock, all at InfoWarsTore.com, and fund the revolution. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words, plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsTore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsTore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you and thank you for your support.